This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Stefan Fountain. He is the only known startup founder to have been successfully sued by David Hasselhoff. That's right. His current company, PR.co, automates and fixes PR for global brands and their agencies. Currently serving 280 companies with content management tools and research automation across geographies, media channels, and company functions. Stefan, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, man. All right. Why did David Hasselhoff sue you? <laughs> so a little of a caveat here is that uh, we got a season desist letter, but to put that on a business card or in a bio is too long. Um, we were using an image of David Hasselhoff in his underpants as our company logo. And it took two years. And then somebody told his agent or his lawyer or someone about it. And then we got this letter. So we tried to actually negotiate with the Hoff to see if he could come on board, you know, for equity and we could use his brand. <laughs> and uh, uh, that didn't go anywhere. So in the end, we just removed David, David Hasselhoff in his underpants from our website. That's funny. Okay, what's the company doing? How do you make money? So uh, Co is a SaaS B2B business for bigger brands that have multiple locations and that need brand consistency across different channels. Um, and often, you know, you'd be surprised that a lot of PR professionals still use um, uh, Word and Outlook to send press releases um, with images embedded into the Word document. So it's kind of tricky, you know. I think there's less and less of it now. Um, but basically, we're moving all that PR workflow into the cloud and just making it more efficient. And, um, and, uh, and it's, it's cool to see our customers really love that. And, I mean, give me a general sense of the size of customers you're working with. What are they paying you per month on average? Um, so I think the, so we used to have really small company startups. So our, our numbers are a bit skewed. So we'd have, um, you know, 50, 50 MRR accounts. And now recently we just signed Heineken and, uh, we have Sonos and Shimano as a customer, TaylorMade Golf. And those ACVs are, are, are 20 plus 20 K plus per month or per year, per year, ACV okay. annual. And would annual you, would you consider that being an average across your current customer base or is your average maybe closer to 1k or 10k or 5k or what yeah it's much more around the average is probably around 1k and um uh so i think i think our i think our our um our arpu has gone up in the last year from uh, 48 to over 100 and that's just because we've turned a lot of the smaller customers 100 dollars, 100 dollars per month yeah exactly yeah and so, um, so that's, it's nice to see that we're making more money off of less customers, uh, which, you know, it's, it's a, it's a healthy phase for us as a company to really know who's our customer. Cause we didn't know that for years. We we're like, you know, is the agency our customer is the brand our customer are these smaller startups. And now we're starting to find, you know, who really are the people that are best served by our tool. Mm -hmm. And how many customers have you scaled to today? 
Uh, it's 287. 287. Okay, good. You know, it. You, down to the down to the decimal, you know, it. that's good. So yeah, if I, 287 comma one. <laughs> yeah, that's we good. A, a new department of Heineken just signed up today. So that's nice. So if I take 287 times a thousand dollar ACV, that's about $83 per customer per month. You're doing what about 24 grand per month in MRR, something like that. That's pretty close. Okay. It's a bit higher. It's a bit higher. And then we have some one-time setup fees and that also sort of helps. And a lot of the customers pay yearly upfront. So that, that really helps in terms of being cash flow positive, which we are. Are you bootstrapped? No, we, well, I, that's a question for later, right? <laughs> we raised 400 K uh, from industry experts and a local VC. And with that money, we're able to um, scale our sales and marketing. And now we've got to a, a acquisition versus LTV ratio of over, over three, one on three. So it's really cool to see that we're finding our scalable sales process from that. And, um, uh, we've reached cash flow profitability and keen to see where the, this path leads before we go out to raise an A round. Yep. Now, give me a sense of growth. So if you're doing around 20 grand a month today, where were you at 13 months ago in December of 2016? Oh, I don't have that number. I know that we grew 67% over the whole year to, to 2017 compared to 2016. So, um, so you're doing about 16 grand 13 months ago a month. I, I would... I think a bit less than that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good. So, I mean, it's still healthy growth. 15 grand, we'll call it 14, 15 grand a month, 13 months ago, up to 23-ish or 20-ish today. I mean, that's still healthy growth. Um, Tell us more of your backstory here. When did you launch the company? What year? So, um, uh, yeah, there's a a bit more complex uh, uh, backstory than that. Um, Because we started as a side project of an existing company, uh, the next web blog, you might know them. They have the biggest sort of tech conference in Amsterdam as well. And there's really just a bunch of guys building this product. Um, because this group of journalists was getting all these shitty pitches from startups and they're like, this is so inefficient. Can't we make this an online tool where it's easy to copy paste, uh, these startups pitches coming in. And from that, this grew into a real enterprise level product where we kept adding features and we still had these smaller startups. And, um, you know, we've seen that. Um, so Stefan, uh, so when, what was yeah. year one? Year one of the project itself was 2009. And then there's about four years of a couple guys as a side project working on it for a few months on and off. And then in 2013, it really started that we rebranded it to PR.co. Mm-hmm. And then the next two years, we're trying to make this thing work for small startups. And then we realized, uh, and then we switched to agencies. We also realized that that's not really the end customer. The end customer is the PR professional whose work is inefficient. So then we realized that it's really the big, bigger brands working across um, uh, boundaries, uh, borders, um, many different media channels, <clears throat> often using agencies in different countries. And, uh, and there's a bit much bigger pain point there to solve. So Stefan, what are you at today in terms of team size? Seven. Seven people. And where are you guys all based? All in Amsterdam. Everybody? Yeah, all of us. That's great. Okay, and you mentioned earlier some healthy economics. What are you right now paying to acquire customers and where are you finding these customers? Yeah, good question. So um, most of our customers are word of mouth from existing customers which sounds good um, and is good. It's nice that that's happening because if that wasn't happening, you know you're not, you haven't reached product market fit yet. But we've got there. Now we're in the stage where we're really trying to figure out this uh, repeatable, scalable sales process. So we're seeing a lot of leads come in through inbound. Um, and what we're really trying to focus on now and crack is how to get outbound leads. So 
Um, the we we've d- done some tests with um, uh, paid, which hasn't really worked for us. What was your um, CAC when you ran those tests? Oh, good question. I don't know that number. Okay. Well, you mentioned earlier you cited a CAC to LTV ratio, so you know you're anchoring in some CAC number. What what CAC number is your ratio anchored in? So it's one point three two. Um, uh, so one, sorry, it's one. Um, uh, ra- what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, colon is it semicolon divided by, um, whatever it's the, the ratio is 3.32. That's the, the, the current ratio over the average of the last four months. Oh, the ratio of what? So the CAC versus LTV. Okay. Again, you can't get that ratio without knowing what CAC is. So what is the CAC that's feeding that ratio? So the, the way the way we look at it is the total the total revenue we're getting from uh, new revenue so new bookings, and then we compare that. Uh, so so that's uh, I don't know, bro. I'm uh, it's late. I've had a long day, and I'm probably not getting the ratios right. That's okay. Let me let me go down a different line of questioning here. What's your churn rate look like? Yeah, so that's that's interesting. So also here we have to divide the different types of customers we've got. We've got the, the, the churners on the low end of the scale, so under 50 MRR. Our churn rate's about 10%. Monthly? Monthly, yeah. And if we look at the, um, uh, and this is also by design, um, we, you know, you know, we don't really want those customers anymore. And, and so we've been also been pushing them up the scale. So we're, we're getting them to get um, uh, on a new pricing level. So a lot of them are like, yeah, hey, but Stefan, you, you can measure churn two ways, logo churn and revenue churn, right? Revenue churn is better to use if you have kind of higher paying clients that you're doing a good job retaining. So what's your revenue churn look like each month? Yeah, so this is, this is the good news. It's net negative. So um, we're actually getting more from the, the existing customers uh, than the smaller customers that are leaving. Got it. So you're expanding revenue from your current base more than any lost revenue from smaller customers each month. Yes, exactly. And how negative yeah. is it? It's about three percent. Okay. All right. But your month logo, your logo churn is obviously significantly worse than that because you're churning lower price point customers, and that's about ten percent per month. You said right? Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's good. Um, what percent of you, I mean, do you have two or three customers that make up more than 40 or 50% of your revenue? No, you don't No. No. Okay. Um, and the reason I ask is it just sounds like there's a lot of lopsidedness. If you can have 10% logo churn and have negative net revenue churn, uh, it's usually a signif- you know, signifies you have a few customers that you're adding, you know, you're doing a good job upselling. Yeah, so that's that's exactly it. So if we look at uh, the top tier, let's say ten customers, it's probably the top thirty percent of our MRR, Got maybe it. a bit higher than so that. So your your top ten most valuable customers are making up about thirty percent of your total MRR, or about seven or eight k per month. Yeah, plus yeah. it's growing, which is nice, and so uh, and that's also the segment we've been focusing on. So it's it's we're having less customers of higher quality delivering more MRR. 
Many of you know I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called NathanLaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording, okay? When anybody lands on the website, it'll give me a recording of where the viewer is scrolling and obviously does the basic stuff like heat maps too, but I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses, but I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick and I'm using nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. I'll see you there. You said you're cash flow positive now? Yeah. Okay. How are you, where are you testing paid spend or are you testing it at all? Uh, no, not you right stopped. now. Yeah, we stopped. We did it early, early last year for three months and we realized that we really didn't have the expertise to do that. I mean, you read all these blogs, right? And you're like, oh, it's got to be easy. How much and did you, you test up, with? So I think we spent about maybe 12K up to 15K on d- different sources. Uh, most of that was AdWords, some of it various different channels um, to really get it right. I mean, it, there's, there's a, I don't think the space was that competitive. I just don't think that we had the right execution on our end. And th- so then at that point, it's like, okay, we're just going to focus on outbound for a while and, uh, and converting uh, the inbound leads that we're getting instead of creating new leads that we then, uh, you know, would have to be sifting through bad quality leads. Mm-hmm. Um are you stoked about this business and to work on it for the next five or 10 years? Or if someone gave you an offer in the range of, you know, four or 500 grand to buy it, would you sell? Uh, not in that range. <laughs> no, it'd have to be 10 X that range. Um, 10 X that, it, come on, Stephon, that would be, that would be pure insanity. You're, you're, what you just said is it'd have to be 10 X a $400,000 offer, meaning you'd want $4 million for a company doing 300 grand a month, right? A year right now on revenue. That's insanity. No, hold on. You're, you're anchoring this question outside of your previous question. The, the question say, hey, uh, are you excited about this industry? I mean, uh, and then you're, you're giving a time frame of five years. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's something wrong in, in the PR world. And um, the truth is it has a PR problem, <laughs> and, and rightly so. And so our mission is to really try and fix that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at news publishing, it's so full with reprinted press releases and speed to market over truth and, and what we call journalism, it's no longer about the truth. And what we'd like to do is, is we're on a mission to help companies be able to um, create awesome stories that uh, really deliver truth and, and build their brand. And that's really the mission on the long term. Yeah, but Stefan, isn't isn't the market talking to you? You started fiddling around with this in 2009. You did it as a side project with some buddies for four years and officially launched in 2013. Okay, four years later, you're still doing about 20 grand a month in revenue, right? So the market's telling you something. No, I joined three years ago. Okay, even three years ago, you're still, it's taken you three years to get up to 20 grand a month in revenue. The market's telling you it's not a big problem. 30, month, 30 grand a month in euros, but still, yeah, it's peanuts. I, I agree. But no, the market is telling us it's a big problem. You don't or, have the sales. Uh, not yet. Why? If it was a big problem, yeah. you'd have way more. Oh. 
I think that the the main issue is that we've just been a bunch of engineers trying to build this product in a little in a, in our back room, and only this year we've been going out to to sell, and we grew seventy percent. Now we're figuring out how to do this scalable, and um, uh, you know, and that's starting to work. So I I, I disagree. I mean, I yeah, think but seventy percent, Stefan, seventy percent year over year growth when you're talking about numbers this small is not that yeah. interesting. Like, I mean, it's the, you know, going from a dollar to $2 in MRR is a hundred percent growth, right? Which is really, really easy. I mean, a company at your size should be like doubling or tripling. Their bootstrap company is tripling year over year as a you know good indicator of a real problem they're solving. All right, let's wrap up Stefan here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Can I only say one? Yeah, pick one. Okay. Tribal leadership, David Logan. Tribal leadership. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, not a CEO, David Scott from Four Entrepreneurs blog. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Rain FM. Rain FM, that's a good one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> I have a baby, so right now it's three hours of sleep. Three, my gosh. Okay, so in uh, situation, you're married with one kid, right? Uh, two kids now. Two kids, and how old are you? I'm 37. 37. My kids are five and eight months. And the eight-month-old, that's sort of the... the <laughs> the, the sleep problem. All right. Last question. Take us back 17 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I would say, um, uh, think big, but act small. And I think the, uh, the thinking big was, was always there. Uh, you know, believing in that, that you can do stuff. And I think the act small of figuring out how to perform and execute on a day to day, week to week, month to month basis. Think big, act small. There you guys have it from Stefan Fountain. Launched the company seriously in 2013. Fiddle around with it all the way back to 2009. Today, they're up to seven people looking to fix PR, all based in Amsterdam. They've got about 287 paying customers that pay them a total of about 20, 22-ish grand per month. That's up 70% year over year from 15 grand a month in December of 2016. Again, net negative revenue churn, which is a good sign. Let's see if they can scale. Stefan, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, bro.